love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fits show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome back. Uh, let's introduce my friends and family right now. There's my buddy Drew. Do you realize it's equally difficult to intentionally lose a rock, paper, scissors as it is to win? That's a thinker. Why would you throw that out the first thing on a Monday, you gotta man? you got to get your what brain is, going. No, start you the week, don't. you got to blow the dust off and grease the gears. Kick the dust up. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get it up. Uh, there he is. Tanner, the millennial. I am really ashamed of myself. What, because the cardigan? <laughs> no, man, this thing is lit. I'm ashamed of myself because I ate a whole extra large pepperoni pizza to myself last night. Oh, that must be why it doesn't fit. <laughs> That's why this it's not buttoned. oversized. What are you talking oh. about? Oh, it is was it? oversized. All right, you guys, uh, we got a whole lot of show today. It's going to be a great show. Here comes Monday. Let's go. You're listening to The Fit Show. And now, The Fit Show's world-famous What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I've been busy this week, and of, of, of course, consuming the news that did not make the news. Bethany the Mouth from the South said to me, listen, you have a family, children, you have a wife, love me. I said, honey, there's what are you kidding me stories coming in. That's right. I said priorities, and he said, I have them straight, lady. <laughs> you got to get your straight woman. You got to look out for those Wakeums. The Wakeums yeah. are your children. The Wakeums are my children. Yeah. And people who send me the Wakeums, my, my Wakeum field correspondence also my children <laughs> well i probably shouldn't have said that on the radio because a couple of them start might try to get some money from me <laughs> some money. if you don't mind folks i'm going to provide you with a very very important follow-up do you remember the story about the dancing fbi agent whose gun fell out and he shot someone in the leg oh yeah yes. yep guess what i tracked down no way I tracked down the guy who got shot by the dancing FBI agent in Denver. And I know exactly what happened. This is unbelievable, what are you kidding me, audio now. I heard a loud bang, and I thought, oh, some idiot set off a firecracker. All of a sudden, my, from the knee down, became completely red. And that's when it clicked in my head, oh, I've been shot. Party shot in the leg. I originally thought, like, when I found out I got shot, it was an altercation that I got hit in the crossfire of because civilian casualties like that, dude, those happen. But when I saw him do a backflip, I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. There was no pointing, there was no aiming. I don't blame the guy. I don't want to ruin his life. I just want a private phone call from this guy. I just want to focus on my leg. 
Good. Hold on a second. I I smell something. This guy, he's way too cool about it. He's like, yeah, I heard I heard a loud shot, and I didn't know I've been shot until my pants leg turned red. But I want to get the story from his best friend that was standing next to him. He's like, you were crying like a baby. You, you, you got shot. You were out. screaming. Yeah, nobody gets shot. Okay, I was about to is say, calm if, about if, it. Please, if I ever get shot by a rogue FBI agent doing backflips, somebody's getting sued. Please don't let me know yeah. about it. By, I mean, like he obviously didn't feel the pain. He's, but, you know, he's just saying. How many drinks did he have? But he, was, <laughs> but he was an FBI agent, so is there a chance this guy could also sue the federal government, the victim who got shot? He could. could. Yeah, yeah technically. Should, I'd be going after the FBI, but, too. But by the way, coolest story ever. Like, oh, what happened? Yeah. You're like, got shot by the FBI. <laughs> now that's a good oh. pickup line from the next time yeah. he's at the bar. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm going to take you uh, uh, out of a, a very, very special consumer watch here. Thank you, Mada. Thank you, Fada. One out of three people say their main financial plan is inheriting money from their parents. Oh, <gasps> is that not horrible? How that many in- people? One out of three. Oh. One out of three. Okay, well. That includes 63% of people under 22 and 20% of baby boomers. Come on, America. We're better than this. Yeah, yeah, we used to go out and get our own. Now we're just waiting for someone to kick off and we can get theirs. Exactly. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Don't act like you wouldn't take that money if it happened to you. I'm waiting. (laughs) He's already taken all his mom's money. (laughs) Breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. They had a nothing fight. Yeah. Fitz and Bethany had a nothing Nothing, nothing, nothing. They had a nothing fight. Yeah! They're fighting about nothing. <laughs> that's good. Nothing fight. In this case, my wife over there, who's been so great hanging out with us and, you know, being that voice for the ladies on the show. I, I want to thank you for that. But she's also been giving me a really, really hard time about my passion. And I don't know if you know this. But everybody on the show, for the longest time, they've always told me, you know what, you care about entertainment too much, and you care about the show too much, and you always, all you really care about is like show prepping and doing stuff. You got to find a passion. So you know what? All of a sudden, my wife introduced me to a show called Sons of Anarchy. And at that point, I said, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a leader of a uh, of a motorcycle club of a biker gang. I feel like I'm about to side with Bethany, or I don't know where this is going, but I feel like I'm about to be on her side because, for someone who's so all about entertainment, you're supposed to realize that that's an entertainment show. It's not like a a, a guide to your life. It's not a lifestyle. Tell, tell that to Jax. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know who Jax is, ever that's a character on the show Sons of Anarchy. And so basically, my wife um, after. All you guys tell me that I need to find a passion. She gets mad at me, apparently, now because I'm Googling hogs too much. <laughs> motorcycles. Hogs. Oh, okay. Mot- motorcycles. I'm just... Motorcycles. I'm just saying, have you ever yeah. ridden a motorcycle? I've sat on plenty. That's not the point. The point is <laughs> I'm trying to... You've sat on plenty? Yep. I've sat on them. Yep. Do you even know how to, like, shift gears in yeah. a motorcycle? Yeah, because I've, I've ridden big quads before. Massive four-wheelers, so yeah. I can... Quads Shit. are different. No, no, not massive. Quads shifting like... gears on that is just the same as shifting gears on a motorcycle. It's a little bit, uh, to back what Tanner's saying, saying you can ride a motorcycle because you've ridden a quad is sort of like saying you're an expert unicycle rider because you've ridden a bicycle. It's in my blood, Different though, world. Man. It's in my blood. It's in your blood? My, dad's, <laughs> my, my dad was a Green Beret. 
What does that have to do with motorcycles? <laughs> that has nothing. Because her dad was a Green Beret in the well, Army. That has nothing to do with. He jumped out of planes, Tanner. Yeah. He was what? a paratrooper. Jumping out of planes. Vis-a-vis motorcycles. motorcycles. What I'm saying is living for dangers in my blood, in my DNA. 23 and Me will mm. tell me that. It's in my DNA. I think, yes, actually, I think there is a spot on 23 and Me that yeah. actually has like a, a piece of the pie cut out and it says danger. Yeah. You know, like well, this is how letters. much danger you're into. This is how much danger. <laughs> And again, whenever you guys talk like this, my biker brothers and sisters, they get very mad that you guys are trying to discourage me of, of, of my passion. Well, And again, do you see what's happening right now? Here I am telling you that I'm supposed to be in a biker gang in a, or a motorcycle club, and you guys yeah. are literally making fun of me for it. After I just seeing, want everybody to see that. After seeing a video of George Clooney get hit by a truck that on That was a, a moped. He didn't know how to ride. It's the same thing. He doesn't, know, no how to, he doesn't know how to ride the hog, and you know it. You don't know how to ride a hog. I watch Actually, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Actually, I think George Clooney is like, I think I have seen him ride motorcycles before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I've also decided to start, well, if I can get some some support. My, my wife had a great idea. We could start a club called Dads of Anarchy, where we can get leather jackets, dads, we could sit joke. around in our leather jackets, <laughs> and we could ride around the neighborhood on our motorcycles. Sounds like a midlife crisis to <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Now back to the Fit Show. Bring it on up. Fitz happens live. Well, let's see those Monday faces. Whatever you're drinking right now, uh, wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What about some sips and selfies, real quick? Take a little selfie with whatever you're, uh, you know, drinking. Hold it up, take a selfie. Oh, and, and we got a really cool message from. I remember seeing this from Natanya. Natanya wrote us in. She's a P one of the I love show. Natanya. And Natanya said, "Hey, why don't you call it Fitzin and Sippin? Or what? What did she uh, suggest? Fitz and Sips. Fitz and Sips. Yes. Or, or Fitzin and Sippin. So whatever you want to do. Uh, just for me, it is a venti very berry hibiscus." With lemonade instead of water from Starbucks. That's a, that's my beverage that mm-hmm. I'm holding up. What about anybody else? What you got? I got a Diet DP, Diet Dr. Pepper. Okay. I have a hint orange. All right. I'm drinking a Coke Zero that's named Heather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Does Jill know you're drinking Heather? <laughs> Does now. Yeah. Um, can somebody tell me? I mean, Coke always, they, they do those things where they have like the names on the Coke bottles. Is that just for... Like if there's a Heather, just a girl named Heather, yeah, she yeah. Goes to buy it a Coke. says enjoy a Coke with. Oh, okay. I've never Please seen please. my name on Me one. Me either. Really? Because your name's so common right now. Well, speaking of your name, it's very interesting we're talking about Tanner's name. Because last week on the show, uh, we were discussing how Tanner the Millennial, when he was born, just a couple months after that, Tanner's uncle named his kid the same name as Tanner. I know, it's really same jacked Same first, up. middle, and last. Tanner Blank Chambers. Yeah. Okay. So Tanner literally has a cousin with the exact same name. Tanner's really concerned that this is going to lead to some weird uh, uh, identity weirdness or who knows? What if your cousin got in trouble? Then you guys share the same name. So you thought about, hey, maybe legally changing your name. Yeah. Well, that's when I threw out last week. Is there anyone listening who would love to possibly sponsor Tanner's middle name or even last name? And basically, there ain't nobody who listens to this show who wants to sponsor your name, Tanner. Yeah, a lot of people had a lot of wacky suggestions, but no one was really put their money up. That's right. Yeah, someone suggested Donald J. Trump. 
the to second? change my name to the second. Well, you'd yeah. be the third, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's already a Don Jr. Oh, I don't know. And I think there might be, actually, I think his I, son might be the third. Oh, you're like the fourth. You're way down the line. Yeah. <laughs> I would mm. like to say that I suggested like Tanner Costco. But in order to do that and get their attention, you're going to have to send some tweets like to like, you know, or Tanner, uh, Tanner Big Lots. He's more of like a Tanner FTD florist. He's more of a flower guy, I think. Okay. Big box store. But is there anyone listening? Maybe maybe you, I don't know, maybe you're just an Uber driver or something and you want to promote it. It could be, you know, Tanner John Smith's Uber service. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're yeah, looking for anything. Honestly, at this point, I'm looking at anything. If you want to sponsor my name, please hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com. Do you feel that you've let people down because nobody wants to sponsor These your last name? These people let me down. They're the ones supposed to be pitching to me. Yeah. I'm not going up to businesses. Hey, can I? Can you sponsor me with by me taking your name? It should be the other way around. Well, if you were going to want to change your last name, if nobody sponsors it, what do you think you'd go with right now? Probably Xbox. Tanner Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> and you would do that without getting any money or anything? Well, I would want money. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, guess where that money's coming to? Me. You know why? Because <laughs> this is my platform. This is his incubator. <laughs> this, is my, this is my incubator. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm, I'm going to throw out one more. Maybe you own a business. Maybe you're interested in, in, in buying Tanner's last name for, for a year. Yeah. We want to uh, hear from you. We want to hear from you. Absolutely. Just you know, send us an instant message right now on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow fits. I'm excited. Well, you shouldn't be because nobody wants to sponsor it right now. <laughs> He's funny. Just like on the spot. Welcome to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. I, I wanted to share something that I found on social media. And uh, this is straight up from my news feed on my personal Facebook page. It says, I need to share an incredible experience about an animal hospital. Kobe, our nine-year-old golden retriever, started becoming lethargic yesterday afternoon. And by 7 p.m., he would not even stand up. I had to carry him to my truck. So Dr. Greg met us at the clinic after hours. And he and the vet tech, Alicia, spent three hours trying to determine what was going on. As Kobe got more and more lethargic, he was slipping away. Most obvious issues were related to blood, platelets, white and red cells, just basically out of whack. Potential internal bleeding. He wasn't doing well. So here's the amazing part. Dr. Greg suggested a transfusion to buy some time to root out and treat the cause. And he said he had a potential donor 20 minutes away. And then he said, I'll call my wife and have her bring in Rosie. His own 12-year-old Golden. Soon after his wife and three kids showed up with Rosie, I learned Rosie is a bit of a veteran at this. Having saved other dogs about a dozen times before. So Rosie offered a unit of blood to Kobe. And I left for the night not knowing what to expect in the morning. And at 7.45, Dr. Greg called and said Kobe was up and at him. That he can come and pick him up with a variety of medications and vitamins to hopefully get his own system back on track. Uh, haven't nailed down a specific cause yet. Possibly a deer tick born issue. But, at least for now, he was happy to prance to and jump in my truck. We're going to let him rest and watch for a relapse over the next couple of days. But, I'm truly grateful to Dr. Greg and Alicia. And especially Rosie. Really an unbelievable, incredible experience of love. Wow. And that was just from my newsfeed. And I just thought, man, 
Well, isn't that something? Sweet little Rosie saved all those lives. That's right. Hey, I, hey, I, uh, I, I have, uh, I have a dog at home. Be happy to take care of you. I hope Rosie got a treat. Oh, she got a bunch. She got a straight up big. Yeah, bag. you know, if you give blood, you got to have a nice sugary snack yeah, or T-bone probably... steak. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Monday. My name's Fitz. Drew's right over there. Uh, There's Tanner the Millennial. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. And a shout out to all of our P1s. Um, Those are our VIP listeners, VIP1 listeners. Those actually, uh, those are actually our people who uh, set this show as the number one button on their preset. That's right. That's yeah. all it takes. People always ask, "Where do I sign up? What do I do?" You just lock us in on number one, that program one button on your radio, and you just became a P one if you don't take it off. I read something over the weekend. the uh, The guy from Friends, the creator of Friends, he says that there is no way that th- there will ever ever be a Friends reunion. For some reason, I mean, he's not going to do it. You know, I'm actually all for this. I'm tired of all. The Friends wasn't your and- Friends wasn't your time. You have no right to speak about Friends. I've for, seen all of Friends. Yeah, you're you're the rerun generation. We were. I was alive on must see TV Thursday nights watching Friends. Mm-hmm. So you don't have a right to speak about Friends. You really don't. <laughs> Oh, fine then. Okay. okay. I've seen the whole series. Wow. Okay, fine. In your place. Fine. Just because I wasn't right? born yet, I guess I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> What'd you say, Drew? I said, in your place. In your place. Okay, are you ready then? All right, go ahead. I don't like Friends. Oh! And it was my time, too. Well, guess what? Then, then, uh, Bethany, I can still talk about it. No, Bethany and Tanner are out of this conversation. So anyway, Drew. Oh, tell me all about it, Fitz. Um, apparently, we missed on Friday National Best Friends Day. Oh my goodness! And it's a day set aside to you know honor uh, best friends. Eighty-five percent of people actually have a best friend. A um, couple of stats regarding best friends: it's really hard to make a best friend once you're an adult. Twenty-four percent of people met their best friend in elementary school. Eighteen percent in middle school. Twenty-four percent in high school. Sixteen percent in college. I'm a, uh, my best friend Phil Camino in college. What about you guys? I, I mean, I, Drew, I know, I know, I know you love me better than all your friends. I don't really have a best friend, though. I'm not. I just, yeah, I have a lot of close friends. friends. I th- the closest friends I have are people I met in high school. Yeah, my best friend is myself because I have no. Other friends. There's nothing wrong with loving yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta love yourself before you can love anybody else. This You're right, Dad. <laughs> Oh, uh, here I, I, I wanted to. I, I can't I believe here we are talking about our best friends and we're all getting sad and depressed. <laughs> here, let me fill in the empty void with this. Somebody told me life was gonna be this way, and every day was out. I can't believe it's Monday. It's like we're always stuck in second gear. Oh, when it, yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't know if we have one right there. There's hey, not one there. Here is uh, <laughs> this is a clip from uh, John C. Riley from Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole clip. Why are we getting so depressed when we were talking about Best Friends Day? I don't know. Why'd you say that was John C. Riley? I mean, I think Will Ferrell said more Sorry. in that clip. <laughs> w- Will Ferrell saying, yeah, that to John C. Riley. I don't know. I Hug your it, friends I, today. I thought it'd be nice to talk about friends, but apparently this is a sore spot among well, remember, some people. Um, I had a best friend that was. All yeah. the way from kindergarten. Yeah. That's right. But things kind of unravel. Things unraveled during the election. <laughs> like oh, so many other people. Oh, That's yeah. why none of us have friends. 
The election was National Unfriending Day, That's I think. Right. <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome to the show. Stand by because uh, the reality check is on the way. Welcome to Fitz Happens Live. The Fitz Show. Good, yeah. This is the Fit Show. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we? I would really appreciate it if you'd be my friend on Facebook or Instagram. All you got to do is like go to Facebook or Instagram and just search two words. Follow Fit. That easy. Because you know, follow people on social media. Two words. Why can't we be friends? Just search Follow Fits. Hit follow. Then we could be a friend today. All right, Drew is here. There's Dan of the Millennial. Special shout out to Bethany, the mouth from the South, uh, who is hanging out as well. And my buddy Drew feels like he has been cheated by the system Uh-oh. in this country. My buddy Drew is mad. He feels taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. He feels manipulated. Mm-hmm. He feels used. Mm-hmm. All because he got a little visit from the Grim Repo. Right, you the got gr- your stuff repoed. The Graham no. Repo showed up, man, and and then they tried to just really take advantage of him. All right, yeah. Drew, tell me what's been going on the past couple of days. Uh, I had a couple of vehicles. It was my truck and my race car and my race car trailer, and I had them stored somewhere. Uh, it was my old shop facility, and I had clearance. The guy told me, "Yeah, just leave them right over there under those trees. No one uses that part of the parking lot anyway." And and. For all the years I had my shop there, no one used that part of the parking lot. So I thought, no sweat. Drew, how many years did you have your shop there? Seven years. Pretty long That's a time. Long yeah, time. yeah. So until, I'd always until, watch, watch this piece. And you had that business for a long time until some guy, you know, begged you to jump on his radio show with him, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. then you had to shut that business down. And, yeah, that business went down to the mud. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Drew. Anyway. Let's just hope this radio thing pays but off. Your apology makes it all go all better, right? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, so anyway, that stuff was sitting there, uh, and I was waiting. I had some plans in the future, and I was going to eventually move it. So it was meant to be temporary, but, you know, one month turned into a, a few months, turned into several months. Well, I got to notice that someone came and impounded all my stuff. They, came, they mm. sent a tow truck out. They took my junk, and they took it to the tow yard, and I got a big nasty letter in the mail saying- They impounded it, basically. Yeah, you yeah. owe us- the tow yard says you owe right. us all this money because yeah. they charge you like once they take it. They oh, it's charge ridiculous. you like per day or something. Yeah, they well they charge you like uh, about a three hundred dollar hookup fee for coming and getting it. The hookup fee three hundred dollars to hook okay. it up each item for that guy getting out of the truck, walking to the back. Let's go mm-hmm. through Hooking these. <laughs> let's go through these fees that they, that were that were tacked on. So my pickup truck was three hundred dollars for the tow, and then. About sixty-one dollars a day for storage. I didn't even find out about this for seven days. Oh lord! Wow! Right? Oh, so, so that really racked up. That was almost eight hundred dollars. Okay. And then my trailer, which had my my race car sitting on it, my rally car, uh, they came and got that. That was another three hundred dollars for hookup, uh, and then some storage on that. And of course, then they told me, oh well, that's a trailer, so we're going to charge you double storage on it. And then then they charge you for the what? car that was Why? sitting on top of the trailer. Yeah. And then Are they said, oh. Yes. We're gonna charge you a hookup fee for the car on the trailer. I said you never touched the car in the trailer. It's yeah, that's the trailer. Up. There's no hookup oh, fee. There's no hook. Hey, all right, I'm getting stressed. So they did all that. What did you do after that? And, so they, and what are we gonna do now? They charged you double for the trailer. Double and for the then storage. Then they charged you again. Again. Yeah. So I think they're scamming me. So I filed complaints with the state. Filed three separate complaints with the state. Nice. Uh, the licensing department uh, for their 
tow truck license, and then I'm going to file three separate accounts with the attorney general's office and the Better Business Bureau. You're going after Better Business. And if the state finds me, the the person I spoke to at the state said, "Sounds like you got a case." If they find for me, I'm going after him with a lawyer. Oh, they messed with the wrong marine. Truth guy, slap the book on him. Take it easy. (laughs) I'm getting all stressed. All right, please keep us posted. Oh, I will. This is The Fit Show. All right. Welcome back. Now back to The Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my baby girl, Drew, six years old. She's about to walk in the studio. Uh, past few days, in my house, we've been studying the Egyptians and really? pyramids. Oh, cool. Yeah, and she's whole. She's really interested in the mummification process. That's a little I dark. Know. Well, you know, kids love mummies. That's, that's true. Oh, here she is. Walk like an Egyptian. Okay, uh, so uh, it's a, a special edition of Kids Confidential, and my daughter Drew, who is six Hi. years old. Hey, what's up, Deeds? Hi. How you doing? Good. And uh, did you have a good day at school? Yes. Okay. And really, for the past, I don't know, week or so at our house, we've been talking about the Egyptians and yeah. mummies and stuff. And Remember? for Halloween, I'm going to dress up like an Egyptian, but I want that to dress up like a big Egyptian. I'll be, I'll be a I'll, big Egyptian. Well, I want him to be like a mummy wrapped up. Right. And remember, we watched a couple of uh, Egyptian videos. We yeah. watched Michael Jackson's yeah. Remember the Time. Yeah. And we watched the Bengals walk like an Egyptian. Walk yeah. like right? an Egyptian. Yeah. Um, what did you learn about mummies that you're wanting to tell everybody about today? Okay, about mummies. First, they like they're a human about um, um, God, and then F- second, first, first God makes them humans. Yes. Okay. And then they wrap up in paper, so like they can pretend they're mummies, and then they go to Egyptian. Next, they, they, they're in a they. Try to go in the pyramid. Yes. And then they go in the pyramid. Right. Who takes them in there? They some, just. They just. Some strangers. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. And then they they come in the thing. Yes. The, the, the pyramid. pyramid. Yes. And then they and then a long time ago they were old and then now they're just dead. Yeah. All wrapped up. And now they're in a museum. Yeah, and people get to uh, pay money and look at them. No. They just look at them, no paying. Oh, no, you have to pay to look at the mummies. No. Yeah, you go to the museum and you get a ticket and you walk around and look at the mummies. Oh, yeah. Well, I and, you could bring your, and you could bring your mummy. No. Yeah, your mummy can come with you. No. Yes, kids no. get to bring their mummies. No, not a real mummy because maybe they'll, like, die. Maybe they'll, the kids will die with a mummy. No, Maybe. God, no. I hope that doesn't. No, that's not going to happen. Well, thank you for ex- explaining to everybody about the mummification process. I think that's great. You're welcome. Okay, have a great day. Walk like an Egyptian. Well, I, I think we all just got a pretty good rundown of the mummification process. <laughs> I think from a, so, from, too. From a six-year-old. Yeah, I had it all wrong. Now, what did you, what did you feel you had? What did you uh, learn from her exactly right there? Uh, the part about the strangers taking them in the pyramid, that was yeah. new to me. I mean, people need to walk out, excuse me, watch out for strangers taking them in pyramids. Yeah, right. and if you go to a museum with a mummy, then you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take your mummy to the museum. She said maybe. 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 Kids say the darndest things. All right, thanks for checking out Kids Confidential. It happens live. 
And now, and now, my daddy. it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, so good to be here. Always, uh, once you know, you can always go to my website, followfits.com, followfits.com. Click on What Are You Kidding Me? And you can submit unbelievable What Are You Kidding Me? stories. I'm going to take you out of Georgia. Not very nice. A nurse in Georgia went to make a house call the other day and left the windows of her minivan open because it was really, really hot outside. But when she came out minutes later, there was a black bear inside of her car eating her lunch and tearing up and jacking up the inside of her car. (laughs) I I don't think of Georgia as a place with a lot of black bears. Me neither. With the lunch, you snooze it, you lose it, lady. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Must have been peanut butter jelly time. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much bears like picnic baskets. I hope they have insurance for that. Well, you know what? I do have exclusive. What are you kidding me audio right now? I actually set the alarm off several times trying to get him out. I seen something out the corner of my eye, and I thought it was a homeowner's solid black cat, and I realized it was a big black bear. I um, even took pots and pans and banged him from inside the house, trying to make noise to scare him, and he just looked at me and stayed in there. Wow. I'm going to finish this peanut butter and jelly sandwich, i tell you that right now. <laughs> Do you got any napkins? Have you seen the size of that cat? Look at that cat. Huge. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? I'm going to take you out of San Diego. Oh, no, you didn't. There was a column in the San Diego Union Tribune last Wednesday. And this particular column called Dogs Parasites. What? They did what? (gasps) I said Parasites. I mean, they're not exactly wrong. No, no, you no. You better watch it, if little cat lover. Pet is a parasite. It's a cat. It's a kitty cat. Look at science. Look at science and what it says about kitty cats being parasites. Why does everything have to be a dog Google and cat it. showdown? Because it is. <laughs> Between the two That's of the you. way it is. Dogs are just annoying, and you know what? I'm glad someone is finally oh, yeah, talking yeah. about it. Dogs are just loyal and trusting and happy. Oh, and, and don't a forget cat to protect will, you. And protect it. Keep you safe. A cat can protect you. No, a cat will never trust you. Yeah, you can out. just grab it and throw it at somebody. But listen, let's get back to this article <laughs> where, where, where they called all dogs parasites based on a theory that they only pretend they like us to get food. That makes a lot of sense. Dogs <gasps> do beg quite a bit. Actually, that's where they said that, um, that be dogs no. sort of um, you know, they sort of adapted to us or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they kind of befriended us because they knew that that's obviously we were well, a food source. You know what? They trust us. We're their pack. That's a real emotional connection. And we know that it's just not about food because we, we, we know that dogs... It's about those belly rubs, too. Yes. <laughs> it's a real personal connection for belly rubs and your leftover Taco Bell. But we know that dogs will die for us. It's not just about food. Mm-hmm. What they, though? Yeah, no, but were. I yeah. think at the very beginning it was. Well, everybody, listen, I think it's safe to say that pretty much all the responses on Twitter and, and social media, they have strongly and angrily disagreed yeah. with this uh, editorial, as I do too. They're not. I hope someone lost their job over that. You know what? Sometimes dogs are all we have. And, and I mean, sometimes, and my wife will say too, sometimes I'd rather be hanging out with my dog. Yeah. You know She's what I'm awesome. Saying? Yeah, our best little friend. Ugh, and dogs. there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh, cats. <laughs> There you go, you got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, this happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. 
Again, you can always go to followfits.com. Uh, if you know of anyone around you, a friend, coworker, or loved one doing good stuff in the world, and it, it, you guys, it could be anything. It could be something big. It could be something small. But just make sure it's something good, like a story I'm about to read to you that was just submitted at followfits.com. And I'm so excited people are finally starting to submit uh, some really, you know, about they're submitting good stuff they observe mm-hmm. on the website. And I think that's great. Yeah. So check this out. It starts off like this. Hey, Fitz, I wanted to send some good stuff your way. My dad and I were headed home from dinner the other day, and all of a sudden we turned around, and I asked what we were doing. And my dad said that he had seen an older woman in her 70s who looked like she had collapsed on the lawn in front of a small store. You see, it's been a very, very hot summer, so this was a reason to worry. So we circled back, and my dad got out of the car to speak with the lady. I watched from the car as he helped her up and spoke to her. And it turned out her apartment was only a few yards back and she couldn't make it back because the heat had really gotten to her. She said that she'd been waiting for someone to stop and help her, but the cars were just passing by really quickly and nobody would stop. My dad led her to the car and we learned that her name was Deanne and we drove her to her apartment. As she struggled to get out and walk on her own, I watched my daddy take her bag and walk the entire way with her. It was just really amazing to see my dad helping out like this. And I'm so very glad that we found her and that we were able to help her. I just wanted to send some good stuff your way and let you know about an unbelievable side that I saw from my father. Love your show. Thank you so much. Her name was uh, Andrea. Very cool. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah. Just a little simple something like that. Because uh, you never know. You know, when your kids are just watching you, you know, and, and what they're learning right. and from your actions, I right? I wonder how many cars were passing by not even noticing that this poor woman needed some help. I, I actually, during the summer, it's just always a good idea to keep a lookout for some, el- you know, the uh-huh. elderly folk whenever you're out and about. You, you, you kind of had a situation yeah, like that. Yeah, there was a lady that she was running to get to the bus stop before the bus took off, and she was in her 70s. Um, and she fell, and we were at the stoplight. She fell and hit her head, Mm. and she had bleeding all the way down the front of her head. Oh, Lord. No one around her helped her up. I mean, they just went straight past her and got on the bus. No one stopped, nothing. And so I'm in the middle of of an intersection. I pulled a Yui right there, which was, of course, illegal, but... I, Baby screaming in the back seat and everything. I mean, I just right. What if that was my grandmother? And that's what you, you know? have to think about. What if it? Yeah, or yeah, you're right, Bethany. What you say to yourself? You know what? That is someone's grandma. That's right. Or, or mother. Yeah. And we stopped and we picked her up. We put her in our yeah. car. We drove her to her apartment. She lived alone. Yeah. You know, it was just if we wouldn't have been there, I don't know what what because the bus driver wouldn't let her on. Yeah. Because after she had fallen and hit her head, the blood, the blood. Well, yeah. yeah, and he said you can't come on. You have to call an, an, a, you know, a actual ambulance. And she said I can't afford that. But you, you know, know what? She's just fine, isn't she? She is. She's doing. Yeah. Thank she's God. Fine. <laughs> but I, you I'm know, like this is the good just... stuff too. Yes. And, and thank goodness you were there. Take care. Who of noticed them. somebody like your granny? And just just say to yourself that's somebody's mother, or father, or grandfather. Or uh, so again, if you'd like to submit some good stuff, if you you know observe something like that, go to followfits.com and just click on the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Everybody, what's up if you're working right now? 
you're working it, give us a working it selfie. I mean, if you're working it, just take a selfie right now. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, post it on our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. That easy if you are absolutely working it. And uh, i got to say what's up to Drew and Tanner. Glad you guys are here after a long weekend. Hello, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Thank you for being here again. I'm about to pick somebody to uh, uh, participate in a little something I like to call. Oh, hang on. A little something I like to call. Anybody want to know what I, what I like to call it? Please. Spontaneous celebrity impressions. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, here's how it works out. I'm gonna randomly, uh, you know, pick somebody to impersonate some celebrities, and whoever I draw out of this cup are the people that the, the individual has to impersonate. And it looks, oh, Tanner the Millennial. Looks like it's you today. Who did oh, it last time? I think I did last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Tanner the Millennial. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna hold up one of these little flashcards in front of you, and and whatever name is on it. You have to impersonate this individual oh, to the man. best of your ability. And, of course, everybody listening at home and at work and in the car is going to try to I'm guess who it is. I'm terrible on impersonations. Who, if I ever had a shot rides, at it, SNL, I wouldn't get on for this reason. It rides on you. Yeah. Well, wouldn't get on for a lot of reasons. But. <laughs> <laughs> right, so anyway. Oh, man. Are you ready? Yeah. Now that my dreams are crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Spontaneous celebrity impressions. you can read my hand. Okay, there you go. Yes. I am so sad that my team did not win the World Cup this year. And we are not meddling in your election. Oh, uh, uh. Bethany. Yeah, go. Putin. Yeah, but isn't Croatia like in Russia? No, it's an independent oh, republic. Oh, it's independent? Yeah. Was it Vladimir Putin? It was! Yay! That was good. I think we, we got we got you by the words you used rather than the impression itself. That wasn't even a good True. Russian accent. I couldn't, yeah, that was... I, I was going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. English <laughs> Seriously. for a second, and then, yeah. I, was, I, I was, think I went to a bunch of different accents. I was going to say Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Who is that? I don't know. Who oh it is. man, Shad Jean Claude Van Damme. Who do you think it was? Shadad Clam Tam. That's right. Shade. Clam Tam. Shadad Clam Tam. I love his movies in the nineties. <laughs> All right. Have you ever seen Shadad Clam Tam and Bloodsport? I don't know who that <laughs> or is. Cyborg. I don't even know that movie. Oh. By the way, everybody, Tanner the Millennial is 21 years old, so you have to understand. Oh my gosh, the game's almost already over. All right, the, the next one, real quick. We got time for one more. Hang on. Well, I'm just a little country singer, and I like to sing my songs and hang out with my hubby husband, who's a professional athlete. Drew. <laughs> Drew. I think it's Carrie Underwood. <laughs> yes. yes. Hang on, let me let me compare that carry with the real carry. Let's see let's see how it sounded. Um, it, it's changed a lot in that I've had to learn to give myself a lot of slack. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't even have an accent or anything. <laughs> Until the next edition, you guys, of spontaneous celebrity impressions. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Live.
you don't mind, I'm going to have a little sip of my crystal light. How dare you! <laughs> mm, I'm getting addicted to this sugar-free crystal light. I can see. You asked Bethany to get them for you like 20 times a show. Well, I ask. I don't demand. I'm, I, thank you. That's what I said. You Have you demand. seen she has one of those uh, those bags like you when you have a baby? Yeah. yeah. Only this one's full of bottles of crystal light. <laughs> yeah. For him. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show. Hey, let me give you a little history about it um, real quick. So it's kind of weird how how everybody you know got together. Um, I left one of my old radio stations, and it was like one of those Jerry Maguire moments where it uh, seriously it. If you've seen that scene in Jerry Maguire, where Jerry Maguire says, okay, who's coming with me? That's exactly what it was. And the people you hear right now are the people who came with me. You see, Drew was doing like movies for me mm-hmm. uh, on, on my old radio show. And Tanner the Millennial was on the show, but um, the old boss wouldn't let him talk at all. Mm-hmm. So, then, and so then all of a sudden, we're like, okay, what are we going to do? And so these gentlemen actually came out with me. And Drew was like one of my best friends in the world. So it was, we were, we were kind of desperate because, you know, the show had to go on. So uh, and then all of a sudden, more people started dropping like flies on the show. So luckily, my wife has been hanging out with us. Bethany, the mouth from the south. What's up? What's up? What's mm-hmm. up? So, you know, it's just a bunch of cray. Uh, so anyway, back to Drew. We've learned a lot about Drew, you know, over the past couple of months. We know that Drew is a United States Marine. Mm-hmm. We know that Drew is uh, addicted to following really hot girls on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really addicted. Really addicted. Yeah. To the point where even like management came to us and they said we're kind of you know concerned about some of the people that Drew follows on Instagram. Yeah, because people can see. Plus, Drew gives the news on the show. He does the reality check, so people were concerned. But now Drew has promised that he's actually continued his movement away from stalking fitness models. Is that right? Yeah, I'd like to say that I'm in recovery. Um, it, it, it got hey, to he's, be not, so, he's not joking about that. I can't believe you're laughing, Tana. It really got to be... <laughs> I, I think at a point I, I broke over some limit and I, it became pointless because they all take the same pictures and they all do the same poses and they all post the oh, same garbage. Oh, is that garbage. not good enough for you anymore, Drew? I can't believe we're Basically, hearing this from you. Yeah. Drew I can't believe we're hearing substance. this from you. Well, sometimes I think after you've seen the same picture over and over again, you kind of get... Burnout? Tanner, yeah. can I tell you what he texted me? Yes, please. I just don't know if I buy oh, this. Man. He says that he's going to unfollow them unless they post inspirational quotes. Because I use those for the show. <laughs> oh, come on. You are not are there for the inspirational quotes. <laughs> they, you are 100% no. full of it. You're Creepy a creep. Drew. Just a minute. They You're a creep. They have to have Creepy something Drew. to offer other than, you know, a cute bikini shot. I'm not, uh, that's not enough. Oh, I'm not into so, it. So the bikini shot is okay if it has a caption like, follow your dreams. Yeah, so that's pretty a, much. Well, I mean, that's a pretty I basic quote. But, I don't know if people are going to buy this. I don't know if people trust what you're doing as far as your movement away from stalking Instagram. You know what you're doing is you're building excuses to keep your habit. Are you reading self-help books or something? I, I am just trying to, uh, if they're, if I keep them, it's for a purpose. People have to have a reason or else my social media is getting too clogged. I can't even. Too clogged with right. Hey, you know what? You make the call right now. Wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, do you believe... What's coming out of Drew's I mean, mouth right now? This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Pull out, pull out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Get it now. 
get it on the good foot. Monday, first day. Can we make it to Friday, Drew? Tuesday, the worst day. I'd rather stick with Monday. <laughs> Tanner. Monday, getting paid. Monday, get a maid. Get the clone. <laughs> That's what came out of my Actually, mouth. Actually, you know what? You just gave me an idea for a promotion. We should do like Get a Maid Monday where we give away like a cleaning service to uh, some of our listeners. Yeah. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Probably one that'll never be executed, but. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's out there. Story my life it's in the radio. That counts. Yeah. Anyway, um, welcome to the show, you guys. Again, <clears throat> we'd love for you to become a P1 of the show. That means setting our show as the number one button on your preset and never, ever taking it off. Yeah, right. it's like an exclusive club because P1s are the most dedicated listeners, and we love them for it. And all you've got to do to be a P1 is lock us in on that number one, that first button on your stereo. Hold it down until it beeps. You've locked us in, and you never take it off. We want to give you an opportunity every single day uh, for you to really get to know us. Getting to know you. We really hope you like us. Getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. And the getting to know you question generator has just spit out a question. And again, in an effort to help you get to know us all a little bit better, uh, we're going to answer this question. And it's, what was the last movie or show that made you cry? What was the last movie or show that made you cry? Bethany, you want to go? Sons of Anarchy. Dang, you took mine. Well, that's all right. I'm with is, you. Yeah. We're watching it together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my. That's been my. Really, I don't think of that as a show people cry to. Well, oh, I, 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 haven't seen it. I just yeah. cried last night. You may tell you. You know, I'm going to spoil it for you right now. Go ahead. Oh, don't you push me. I well, think you know what? You, spoil it for anyone you deserve else a good spoiling. Hasn't. You yeah, deserve what about a good spoiling. That's listening? No. I just. I know. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to spoil the. I think movie. you're borderline obsessed with it. What do you mean? I mean, enjoying a show is one thing, but you have, it's become your life in a matter of a week or two. You know what? Every single one of you have been telling me, Fitz, you, you care about the show too much. You ca- all you care about is like the, the entertainment side. you got to find a passion. I watch Sons of Anarchy. I find a passion. I really feel that I'm supposed to lead a biker gang, and then you all have problems with you wanna the You want to know when I started getting worried, Fitz? Is when I, I glanced at your phone for just a second, yeah. and it was just a motorcycle as your wallpaper on your phone. You're right. obsessed. It's all first you of all, talk about. First of all, first air. of all, it wasn't just a motorcycle. That was a Harley Davidson. Okay, and uh, I have a feeling I might be getting one soon. I'm telling you, the Sons of Anarchy it's has, too much. has encouraged me to create dads of anarchy. Bethany, you should be stepping in here. He's going to kill himself because he doesn't know how to ride a motorcycle. He's going to go buy a big old 400 See? pound hog. More discouragement. No, he's not. Going to get crashed. And then you don't your know family's going to be left, left without a dad. How dare you put that on me or put that out in the don't universe? Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I have never. We're just looking out for your safety. Yeah, we're worried about you. Do you want me to have a passion or what? And maybe what I'm supposed to do in life, and, and being well, a leader like- of a biker gang... And all my biker brothers and sisters, they, they, they are raving about this. And maybe, maybe get a passion that isn't right. so dangerous. I don't know. Take up knitting or something. Yeah, you can yeah. crochet uh, with me. Needles. <laughs> I'm not really good on that one either. No, no. This is nothing but jealousy. Jealousy? Yes. Well, do they get to answer the question? No, we don't, we don't have time. Oh, darn. <laughs> but Sons of Anarchy made us cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Real. Funny. The Fit Show. Now back to the Fit Show. So let's kick it. Fit happens. Live. 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 Live.
All right, y'all. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, or listening on the app, Sips and Selfies. Or as uh, one of our P1s suggested, Fits and Sips. <laughs> I like that one a lot uh, more. Yeah, it's a Fits and Sips, man. If you're sipping and fitzing, come on. <laughs> uh, show us what you're doing. Just take a selfie wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And just post it on our Facebook page. Seriously, that's all you got to do. Yeah. Just would you do they post it on the wall or do you, would would you rather them message it Tanner? Uh, I would actually rather have them post it on the wall. Oh, by the way, um, for last Friday when we did Extreme Pet Close Up Friday, we do that every Friday. We got to start putting together like a little video compilation of all of our P one animals. Come on, we could do that. That'll be that's a great idea for a video. Or a photo collage. No, but it'd be great just to have like a little like a, their picture with music underneath that transitioning to the next picture. Oh, okay. all of our little P one yeah. animals. You're right, like a slideshow. Yeah, cool. Tanner, yep. chop chop. Yep, that's <laughs> when I hear video. That's what I hear. <laughs> Hey, since we're kind of talking about digital stuff, and yeah. since we're talking about technology, do you guys mind if we do a little hash talking? Now, we're not going to do some trash talking. We can do some hash talking. Just cool hashtags I discovered. <laughs> you guys want to hash talk? Absolutely. Every day, all day. I am the queen of hash talk. I mean, the king. <laughs> no, you're the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to deal with uh, hashtag nicknames you don't want at work. Okay. Oh boy. This was trending. Hashtag nicknames you don't want at work. Somebody says the Unipooper. Thank you, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, true. <laughs> someone says never. Never at work. Uh, let's see. Elise says hashtag nicknames you don't want at work. Cinnamon, your stripper name. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh mercy. Hang on. Somebody who wears too much Axe body spray, the Axe Murderer. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> that is a good one. Hack names, uh, hashtag nicknames you don't want at work. Smelly Bathroom Lady. Mm-hmm. That's quite a, a long nickname. You can't really call someone that. Yeah. Oh, be quiet. Here comes Smelly Bathroom Lady. <laughs> uh, Vixen of Mischief says, <laughs> that's her Twitter handle, the DA in Cubicle 3. Yeah. What Dumb. does that mean? Dumb. Dumb. Oh, like, yeah. okay. Well, I guess I'm the DA in Cubicle 3. <laughs> <laughs> For not knowing that, you are the DA. Hashtag uh, nicknames you don't want at work. Good Jalapeno says, microwave salmon girl. Oh! oh there have been people around here that will do, the, they'll cook in the in the little kitchenette here, they'll cook fish, and it just ruins the whole building. Yeah, it ruins it the floor. Um, hashtag nicknames you don't want at work. Merv the perv. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of Drew's nicknames. Hey! <laughs> what, what about Lazy Lola? Thank you, Lola. Lazy Lola. And we'll wrap it up with Marilyn. She says, the beep kisser. The A kisser. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nicknames you don't want at work. Share yours right now. Can I throw another one out? Yeah. No one ever wants to be the new guy. Never want to be, hey, hashtag new guy. Oh, like, the new guy. Oh, yeah. Give it to new guy. New guy does it. Yeah. Because new guy always gets the worst jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, welcome to the show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fits happens live. The Fit Show. Welcome back to the show. Um, and in case you missed it on, on Friday, my wife told us a story about a school teacher in Massachusetts and something that she was doing for her students to try to make them feel more comfortable, I guess, when it comes to a lockdown drill at their school. It's just a, a terrible reality of our time. A so. terrible reality. And Bethany, the mouth from the South, has been hanging out, uh, representing all the ladies, and she brought something to my attention recently. 
uh, and it has to do with how schools are preparing our kiddos for the event of something crazy happening inside of their school, right? Which is, when I was growing up in North Texas, we always had our tornado warning drills. Right. We had fire drills and our tornado drills. And we'd go in the hallway and we'd you know, get in the crouch position to protect ourselves from the tornado and stuff. But now we're in a different world where psychopaths are walking in with guns in schools. Yeah. And there was a teacher who came up with a very interesting way on how to teach children how to hide from someone attacking them in school with a gun. Yeah. I know I, I know it's, it's, it's crazy that we're even talking about it, but this teacher did a pretty cool thing, right? Right. So this mom really took a picture of it because she was just horrified by it. Not, mm-hmm. not necessarily at the school's actions because she believes that that's what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. But at the same point... Just the fact she, that they need it. Right. That it, that it, it has to exist. Exactly. That's I think that exactly shocks everyone. Yeah. And so this was in Somerville, Massachusetts. Um, and this, this is sung to the tune of Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And I'm going to tell yeah. you this little, this little ditty. It says, Lock down, lock down, lock the door. Shut the lights off, say no more. Go behind the desk and hide. Wait until it's safe inside. Lockdown, lockdown, it's all done. Now it's time to have some fun. Unbelievable. And it's up on the classroom, um, like, yeah. chalkboard. And they all probably know the words, mm-hmm. and they all probably sing I was just going to say, what, what's awful about that is, is the nursery rhymes we learn as little children get implanted at a very deep level of our mind. Like, we can all remember all of them. Of course, if someone yeah. starts it, you know all the words. So these kids, moving forward, are going to have that on their head forever. Mm-hmm. This is... What? Go ahead. Now, Tanner the Millennial, uh, you're 21 years old. You said this was kind of a natural part of your childhood, right? This was a very natural part of my childhood. So this is like when you hear this, this is pretty common yeah. to Columbine you. Columbine happened when I was in elementary school. And ever since that event happened, we had lockdown drills once a month for school shootings. And this is just the reality. When, what exactly does it mean to be in a lockdown? Because I've never, I don't, I don't know what, what that means really. I mean... The nursery rhyme that Bethany said, that's yeah. essentially what we did. We would lock the door, we would shut all the lights, and we would hide underneath our desks. Whisper, we would actually quiet. take our desks, put them in the corner of the room, and hide beneath those, just to not be seen. Okay, and by, this is these are the, the going to be the memories for our kids, you guys. Mm-hmm. And we're responsible for this. In some way. In some way. We, we all are. Our kids should not be having to worry about this, this stuff when they go to school, and... There's got to be a change if that, somewhere. If that, something has to, something has to happen. Yeah. If that Hit. nursery rhyme, if that song was not a wake up call for everyone, you know. All right. And I don't know the answer, but yeah. we need them. More of Fitz happens live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute.
And Monday's Freedom was brought to you by the proud men and women who serve our nation and who have served our nation. We are the show that does the troop salute. And, you know, doing the troop salutes on this show, it's one of my favorite ways to connect with our P1s. And it's also the very least that I can do to show my respect and the respect of everyone on our team for the service that our troops have served for this great nation. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we are saluting Jeremy Smalls of the United States Army. Jeremy's just 21 years old, and he's already been serving for a few years. He just returned from a year-long deployment overseas. And I want to say that this salute was actually sent to me by Ashley DeLucia, who's a good friend of Jeremy's. Ashley says Smalls is an amazing friend, an unbelievable son. She says he's got a heart of gold, and he would do anything to go out of his way to make sure everyone around him is happy. And I'm sure that Jeremy has a very, very bright future in front of him, and I definitely know that he's got some proud friends and family rooting him on. And you know what? We are too. Again, uh, saluting Jeremy Smalls of the United States Army. Our national anthem right now. Who's going to sing it today? Who's singing it? Mr. Alan Jackson. Come on, Alan Jackson. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous flight oh the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag FollowFits.com and click on Troop Salute. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, but I've been busy doing some uh, compiling, doing some compilating, some compilations, yeah. and, some com- and some compliments. <laughs> Never ends for you. Well, I'll tell you, no, not when it comes to delivering the news that did not make the news, as I take you out of Canada, Family Feud. A woman in Canada just won a lottery jackpot for more than a million dollars with her nephew. And she had to put his name on the ticket with hers, you know, for good luck. But when she went to collect the prize, the lottery officials gave them each a check for half. And she flipped out. And then she started an argument right there in front of news cameras, ended up threatening to, like, sue her own nephew. I have exclusive <laughs> What Are You Kidding Me audio. I said split. I said split with the 
Not with no JCAs. I'm taking them to court. I'm getting my lawyer tomorrow. No, we did not. You know what agreement we had? Ricky Reddick wants to buy a truck. That's what it is. You keep my name in your milk. I'll tell you what you know. You and Tyrone's ticket? I thought he's name on the ticket for good luck. Why did you do that? Because he's like a son to me. He was. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. But I'll sue him next week. Boy, half a million dollars can even make a Canadian oh. angry. Yeah, seriously, Canadians are the most polite people. Try money. snatching a half See, mil yeah. from them. That's what money does. Yeah. Money destroys people. Yeah. Unbelievable. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? An unbelievable what the Florida story. O-M-G. In this case, oh my gator. <laughs> if you think you're having a bad day today, think about getting stuck on a zip line. Over a pool of alligators. Oh, no. Dang. Guys, that is what happened to a man and a child at Gatorland. <laughs> Last Saturday. Well, what'd you expect? You're at Gatorland. I don't think I'd be expecting that, Drew. Well, I mean, if they have zip lines, period, you're kind of going yeah. over the Crocs. Yeah. They got the whole Gatorland experience. Oh, get, you know, it's Gatorland. You're going to go over the Crocs. I can't believe there's a get Gatorland. Stuck. That's the problem, to get stuck well, over the not, gators. Well, not to worry, folks, because, of course, uh, a zipline manager, Nick Chapatina, he said the situation is a common occurrence and happens fairly often. Oh, I bet they don't advertise that on the front of the zipline ride. <laughs> you might get stuck. <laughs> happens all the time. Over the gators. During lunch. Bring some raw chicken with you. <laughs> Throw it down there. They'll be your friends. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. Every day, Fitch happens. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? That's right. Remember a couple of days ago, for some reason, we started talking about uh, chili and uh, uh, my wife made some unbelievable like chili and cheese mm-hmm. uh, biscuit muffin thingies the other night. It was unbelievable. And I think summertime is always a good time. Talking about you know some good things you, sh- you can cook in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what did you make the other night, Tanner? Ma- ma- chilling Mac? Chilling Mac with some brat. What? Chilling Mac and chop up some bratwurst and throw that bad boy in. Did you post that unbelievable recipe on Facebook? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. You get the chili and you uh, get the mac and you throw a, a good old brat in it. You know, I'm, I've never been a cook. I really have no idea how to cook. Uh, so I really can't imagine having to cook for someone who has like wheat, dairy, food allergy, all sorts of sensitivities. And Drew, I understand you prepared a pretty, uh, pretty dandy of a dish the other night for your uh, allergic lady. Yeah, I was. Well, see. That's the problem is that yeah. she's developed all these food allergies. Like everyone in her family, these come on late in their life. So now she's got them. She can't eat dairy. She can't eat wheat or grain. You no, know, or whatever. And what does it do? I mean, what she's having like physical pain. Yeah. Well, actually, if she eats wheat or, or grain, she gets um, she'll actually get sores on her skin, like on her oh scalp. Oh gosh! It's really bad. And then she gets she gets really tired. Like she'll be very lethargic. She'll know if she accidentally ate gluten because she'll be she'll sleep for like ten hours a day. Uh, for a couple of days. It's really weird. It's really bizarre. And, of course, dairy is the normal dairy problem. So you've actually kind of taken the time to learn how to cook around it. Yes, except... Oh, somebody write that down. Man, that stuff is everywhere. Gluten is so mm-hmm. hard because it's in places oh, it? you never expect it. I've made dishes, so it's and a real then thing. I find out I, I glutened them. The whole... 
Excuse me. <laughs> Gluted, glutened them. Well, now. Wait, are you saying the whole, so the, the, the gluten allergy thing is a real thing? Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's real. It's definitely a real mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I was dating this girl in college, and I didn't believe that gluten allergy was either. a real thing. Wow. And okay. so I said, eat some gluten in front of me. I want to see what happens. And I saw some things that you shouldn't see. And what sort of a little summer. I would uh, never do that. I'd be like, well, I'm sorry you don't believe it. But I'm I wasn't not a great gonna... boyfriend. <laughs> What'd you say? I, I would. If Tanner was my boyfriend asking me to prove to him that I had you a, have a severe allergy. Yeah. allergy. Wow. yeah, I'm like. Eat these peanuts. I don't believe in peanut yeah. allergies. What sort of a little uh, summer dish did you prepare then? I actually made a, a, it was a Korean dish. I saw it in a recipe book and I thought it was really good because it was healthy. It was beef and it was shredded carrots and it was onions and it was some other stuff. And then it was on a bed of couscous, Mm -hmm. which couscous is, I thought it was like quinoa, which is something she eats all the time. I thought, oh, this would be beautiful. It'll look nice. It's healthy. I make this whole thing. She walks in the door. She takes one look at it. Oh, that looks great. Is that, is that couscous? And I said, yeah. And she goes, it's all yours. I can't eat it. (gasps) Walks away. And I I was heartbroken, but I also felt bad because you could have fed me. Yeah. Why don't you feed your other roommate over there? Because it was so good. I ate it all. <laughs> You're selfish. Well, I'm sorry you took all the time and it wasn't appreciated. I'm sure your uh, well, I'm sorry was she great. didn't get a chance to eat it. Yeah. All right then. You gotta watch. So obviously you gotta look out for that gluten. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Stand by. We're gonna open the Fitz box next. This is the Fitz show. Fitz happens live. It's time to open the Fitzbox and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. That's right, all that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Your questions, comments, and your concerns about the show. This one comes from Angie Fitz. I heard you in the show earlier saying that Drew was trying to quit following female Instagram models on social media. I wanted to check for myself, so I checked out some of the people he follows. Oh, my God. Whoa. It's true. Is there a way to block that, Tanner, where people can't see who I'm following? No, just stop following so many (gasps) 20-year-old girls on Instagram. Well, hang on a second. I I I don't think it's an issue that Drew follows fitness models. He's not following, like, you know, you're not following, like, adult film stars. No, no, no. Why would and that even matter? if you were, who cares? But right. you know what? What I'd like Angie to well, see is how many I've recently unfollowed. Well, prove it. I think she'd be more impressed. <laughs> hey, at the end of the day, progress is progress. And I'm glad right. you're kind of well, w- weaning out your addiction. Journey Drew, of a thousand miles and all that. Drew has admitted that he's got a little problem with Instagram models. It's cool. I respect you for doing it. It's the first step, right? To recovery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh Oh my god, hey Bethany, they're opening up a brand new Sonic near me in my neighborhood I'm so excited, I know you love Sonic Ice Come down, let's get some Sonic Ice, girl By the way, do you know where I could buy in bulk? Sincerely, Beverly In bulk? Can you buy Sonic Ice in bulk? I, I, th- I Actually, I think you can go to some Sonics well, and do some that some do some You can do. actually yeah. buy the machine that makes that kind of ice But it's really oh. expensive, but they oh. do have a home model I saw it advertised somewhere, it's a couple thousand or something I don't I know, a thousand it. bucks, whatever Yeah, so if you don't want to do that, you can There are some Sonics that will give you bags of Sonic Ice That's pretty awesome Awesome uh, Vicky says, hey Fitz, I've got the initiation for your biker gang I- I've heard you just started watching Sons of Anarchy uh, are you really going to change? Are you excuse me? Are you really going to change the name of your gang to Dads of Anarchy? Prospects have to complete a date night at Applebee's wearing khaki cargo shorts with sandals and socks. 
And when the waiter introduces themselves, the prospect has to respond with, My name is blank, and I'll be your customer. <laughs> and that'll prove that they're dad's material. Oh, they're dad jokes. I'll tell you what. This is awesome. No, but I think in, in, in the dads of Anarchy, my biker gang, we are gonna. Uh, there's gonna be like a Croc requirement. You yeah, gotta the wear official Crocs. footwear with Crocs. socks. Crocs and socks. Yeah, Crocs and socks. Yeah, that could be like my biker gang name, like Crocs. Hey man, what's up, Crocs? Watch out, that guy's a member of the Crocs. No, we're the dads of Anarchy. Oh, and okay. Crocs is I, I'm Crocs. Man. Oh, you're Crocs. Yes. Leader of the ba- gang is called Crocs. That's your gang name. Yes. Right. Biker gang name. Okay. Yes. I follow. Yes. That's all right. That's like the commanding officer. Right. Command- I'm commanding officer Crocs. But and again, again, thanks, thanks to all my biker brothers and sisters for all the love and support uh, that you've been giving me, because everybody on the show is not giving me any. Let's move on. From Maurice. Hey, Fitz, Tanner and Drew sure are going at each other a lot over their living arrangements. Is this roommate thing going to make them end up hating each other? If it does, you know, one of them has to go. Who are you keeping? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, Fitz, you want to answer first? Jeez, something to think about. But I, I told you guys a long time ago. I said, I'm worried. I, I think this is a bad move. For you guys to be roommates. I remember saying Drew, that. Drew saved my butt from living on the sidewalk. Yeah, I, it, it may sound bad because we have, but who doesn't have complaints about their roommates, right? I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going pretty well. That's We've learned an uh, awful lot about each other. A lot. A lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, listen, let's get through this Monday together. We could do this. I know we could do this. And we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.